The important thing to really remember is that while you're employed, there are power dynamics at play. Your employer holds financial power over you, let's be honest, because they pay you for your time. Betting on yourself can take multiple forms. Prioritizing self-care and well-being, overcoming fear and self-doubt, developing a growth mindset, and embracing entrepreneurship. Today, I'm going to talk about building your personal brand and starting a side hustle while you're employed. I'm Erica Johnson, host of the Me Bet podcast, where betting on yourself is always a win. Let's get to it. One of the most frequently asked questions I see is, can you build your personal brand while you're still employed? And what do I mean by building your personal brand? I'm specifically talking about making yourself visible so you can promote your side hustle. Is it possible to do that? Yes, but it's a slippery slope. When you're working for your employer, they want all of your focus to be on your job and what you can do for them since they're paying you. You've entered into an agreement with your employer where you agree to give them your time in exchange for money. Now, your employer doesn't mind you building your brand as long as it helps them. However, be careful if you tie your brand to your employer. What if you get laid off? What if your employer generates a bad reputation and you're connected to that? What happens to your brand then? These are some things that you need to consider. If you decide to start a side gig, there are some things you need to keep in mind while you're still employed. The very first thing I would say is read your employee handbook carefully and review your employment contract closely if you have one. Do not skip on reading your employee handbook. It should outline what the company expects of you and your time. Pay special attention to anything that talks about moonlighting because this is where side gigs would fall under. And moonlighting may violate a duty of loyalty to your employer because earning additional income outside of your employer-derived salary is frowned upon and it may be cause for termination. So make sure you read your handbook carefully. There also may be a conflict of interest. So building a personal brand or pursuing a side gig in the same industry as your employer may create conflicts of interest. So your employer may view your new side gig as competition or have concerns about your divided attention, which could potentially strain your professional relationship. And you definitely don't want that. The next thing you need to look at, if you have one, is your employment contract. If you have a contract or you're about to sign an employee contract, 
be sure to negotiate your ability to promote yourself outside of your full-time employment, or at least where it gives you the option to have a side gig without having any kind of repercussions such as termination. Make sure you get everything in writing. If it's not in writing, it does not count. And when we're still talking about employment contracts, there are non-competes. Some employment contracts may have non-compete clauses or restrictions that prevent you from working on personal projects or side gigs in the same industry as your employer. And if you violate these clauses, that might lead to legal consequences or termination. So be very mindful of that. I would like to let you know that if you are on the MeBet mailing list, this week we have an email that talks about the future of non-competes. So be on the lookout for it. And if you're not subscribed to the mailing list, simply go to themebet.com, T-H-E-M-E-B-E-T.com and put your email in there and you will be on the list and you'll start to get all of the wonderful information that the rest of the subscribers receive. Let's get back to talking about building your brand and the side gig while you're employed. The important thing to really remember is that while you're employed, there are power dynamics at play. Your employer holds financial power over you, let's be honest, because they pay you for your time. However, if you start to make money outside of your full-time employment, you have more financial options and you can put pressure on them or negotiate with your employer to pay you more. And quite honestly, that's not something that employers want to condone. So be mindful of those power dynamics at play. The second thing that I'd, I'd like to say about this is that, and it might be a very unpopular opinion, but I wanna be completely real about this is do not share your side hustle or social media accounts with your work colleagues. Don't let them know that you have a social media account or that you have a side hustle. Don't let them follow you. And the reason is that quite simply, they may not be happy for you. They may not think that you're serious about your job because you're out here promoting some side gig that you have created. And they may use this against you when it's time for performance reviews. So be mindful of that. As you're thinking about how to promote yourself, but be very cautious at the same time, I would recommend to join close communities of like-minded individuals. I think it's important to find groups where you can provide value and highlight your skills. It's important that you become active in these communities and be known as the go-to person for something specific in that group. There are a few groups that I'm a part of or I, I can recommend that I think are really good places to start. If you are interested in starting a business or starting a side hustle, Small Bets started by Daniel Vassallo is a good place. If you are interested in copywriting for business and marketing, the copywriting course, which is led by Neville Medora, is a good place to go to. 
And if you're interested in building a profitable solo business, Indie Masterminds, I-N-D-I-E, Indie Masterminds, which is created by Ayush Chaturvedi, is a great place to go. Ayush actually was a guest on the podcast. He was episode nine. So I think that as you are thinking about creating a side hustle, basically diversifying, betting on yourself, trying something new, I think it's important that you think about the big picture and as you're thinking about, okay, how can I market myself? How can I tell people I have this service or I'm good at XYZ skill? I think it's important that you look at these closed communities and see how you can network with them and start to generate business through those communities and highlight your valuable skills. There are five benefits of building a personal brand and having a side gig. The first one is additional income. Building a personal brand and starting a side gig can provide you the additional income you may be looking for if you want to save money, if you're paying off debts, or if you just want to pursue your personal goals. A second benefit is that Working on your personal brand and side gig allows you to develop and refine various skills such as marketing, communication, customer service, and even project management. Number three, building a personal brand and having a side gig introduces you to a wider network of people. You'll be engaging with customers and clients and fellow professionals who can help you make valuable connections and open doors for collaborations. Another great benefit is you have a sense of personal fulfillment because your side gig or your side hustle aligns with your curiosities and interests and can bring about this sense of purpose that you won't get from working at your employer. This allows you to explore your creative side and showcase your expertise and make a meaningful impact in your chosen field. And finally, number five, building a personal brand and running a side gig can provide valuable entrepreneurial experience. You'll gain insights into business operations, marketing strategies, and customer management, which can be beneficial if you decide to transition from your side gig to a full-time business. So the question is, can you create a side gig while you're still employed? Yes, but you must be deliberate and careful in how you do it. If you enjoyed today's episode, Please give the MeBet podcast a five-star rating and review on Apple. It helps to make the podcast more visible to others, and it also helps make us feel good over here. I also wanted to let you know that we have two more episodes left for season one of the MeBet podcast. If you want to continue to receive valuable information on how to bet on yourself and to be notified when season two is available, I highly encourage you to go to themebet.com and put in your email. You'll receive about one to two emails each week on success stories of people who bet on themselves, helpful resources, and exercises on how to do it. That's it for me today.
Join me, your host, Erica Johnson, next week with another episode of the MeBet podcast.